<laughs> How's it going? <laughs> oh, it's all right. You know, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing? I'm 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 in a good place. I feel Oh. Yeah, I uh so I'm supposed to be uh doing work uh the last like week and I I've, I've been uh, procrastinating it in ways that have made me happy. Uh like so norm like so I got like a, a, a taping next week, and I'm not ready for it yet. I will be, but I'm not today. I know that. Um, okay. And I'm supposed to be working on it, but instead of working on it, I sit down in my office and I realize, hey, Gasso, you got a whole bunch of old computers you haven't turned on in years. You should turn all of those on today. Uh, so that's that's what I've been doing the last week. I uh, plugged in uh, my old desktop from 2011, and I just <laughs> <laughs> and I just found all these cool pictures of like uh, when my my daughter was born, uh, uh, like me and my wife uh, when we like just getting married, um, and it, it ends in like 2013 between that computer and the. Uh, the laptop I was able to get started and it becomes mm -hmm. like a cool mission impossible thing. Cause the computer tells you, Hey, I work, but my fan doesn't work. So right. I, I'm going to turn off at some point. So then I'm like, I'm like trying to get all these videos and photos that I've forgotten about that are awesome memories off of this piece of technology before it crashes. Um, mm -hmm. and I've been successful now, three computers in a row. So, uh, I'm not ready for next week's taping, but <laughs> <laughs> I've got some great uh, videos and uh, pictures that meant, meant a lot to me. And uh, I'd forgotten I, I had access to if I could figure this out. So they're there. It's pretty cool. Well, I mean, what, what we um, procrastinators call what you're doing is classic. Classic IT. Yeah. Classic IT. Um, classic IT always has to be done just before you do the thing that you actually need to do. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't recommend it when you have to do a thing that has to do with a computer. So if you have to write something, oh. you've got to email, all that kind of stuff. I, classic IT is not where you go with that. Okay, so I'm good. For that, yeah, for that, you go to um, classic cleaning. Oh, okay. Right. Cleaning, organizing. It's a more, when you have a deadline on something that requires technology, your classic moves uh, require more uh, of a tactile thing. So it's more of moving boxes. Right. Or, okay. <laughs> you know, like that kind of thing. <laughs> but what you are having to do is definitely like it's more physical your deliverable isn't in the form of an email right right or a written document it is a performance you have to give so absolutely you need to turn on and plug in all of your old computers yeah okay i, I feel vindicated here i like this yeah no ab, ab, yeah for sure i mean uh how long of a set do you have to do i gotta i gotta do seven minutes of new material I have like 15 seconds of it written so far, um, mm -hmm. but I have a week, you know, so. Does, right. Does it, <laughs> does it have to be new? It has to be 
it, it has to be new-ish because it's a topic I don't like. So, like, essentially, like, my manager was like, hey, have you ever spoken about this on stage before? And I was like, nah. And he was like, cool. I definitely told them that you speak about this all the time. And I was like, oh, no problem, because I, I like the topic. I just haven't <laughs> done it yet. And he was like, all right, cool, because I'm going to tell them you do it, and we're going to do it. I said, let's run with it. And then... Who who is your manager? <laughs> yeah, he got my energy, so I was cool with that part of it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So he, yeah, it sounds like it sounds like y'all were made for each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. I was I was with it. Like I, I didn't even get mad at, the, at that that I was like, yo, this is definitely a move I would have done. So I'm on board with it. So I and then like we do the whole thing and then he hits me up. He's like, all right, it's going down. Uh, but just so you know, you got like four weeks uh to get this ready. Um, which, you know, is a very short amount of time for comics in general, uh, to right. write a set. Um Yeah. And then I proceeded to make it uh, less time by sure. not uh, doing that for the first three weeks. So I got a week. Yep. Uh, you got a week. I mean, that's a honestly, that's a lifetime. Yeah. I, I, that's so long. I, that was my logic. I was like, I got to talk on stage for one minute of every day for the rest of this week. So I got 24 <laughs> okay. hours to come up with one new minute for seven days in a row. Yeah, but the thing is that that minute is you have to think about that topic for at least six days. <laughs> I'm, I hear you. I hear you. There's some fault in my logic. I'm not denying it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying is when uh, when this comes out in May, uh, you know, just judge it on the understanding that I also rediscovered these pictures on my old computer the same week. You know, right. instead of writing those jokes right away, and I think yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you if you graded on that curve, I actually did exceptional. Okay, you know? all right. I think, I think that's a uh, 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 some people need like that disclaimer should be on the bottom of the TV show. Uh huh. You know, sure. like nope. this Absolutely. this comic was busy doing classic IT the week of the the tape. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. I I hope this works for you. <laughs> I hope this is effective. What are we going to do, Sha? You know, we live in life. Right? I mean, I don't know. I procrastinate um, so much, so much. <laughs> my whole life, my whole life. Uh, I mean, I didn't even start comedy until I was 37, and I wanted to start when I was 15. Come on. <laughs> now, that's procrastination. Congratulations, by the way. I saw you hit your 12 year. Yeah, yes. Um, I almost forgot. <laughs> I had so much on my brain, but I I did almost forget that that's that that date came up. That's freaking dope. But yep, it flies, yo. Twelve years of this ridiculous nonsense, <laughs> this absolutely stupid thing <laughs> that I have dedicated my life to, and unfortunately, love. That's it. It's it's the worst. Why would I? Why would you do this to yourself? I don't know. Children. Children, learn a trade. <laughs> learn a trade. No, big facts. This week, my yeah. kids have seen me uh, hold the notebook and not write a goddamn thing for a whole <laughs> week. <laughs> <laughs> I've been holding learn a trade everywhere, not knowing what to do. And my wife has been like, my wife has gotten so much more shit done with me not being in the way. Like, uh, she came downstairs, she set up the. I got like a second monitor now 
uh, that I mm-hmm. added this week. She freaking installed the wall unit so it hangs. I ain't know how to do it. I was looking up someone uh, on that, not Craigslist, the other list. Uh, uh, um, Angie? Yeah, there's like another one where like uh, with task people to come over. So I was oh, on that like joint. Task Rabbit? Yeah, I was on one of them joints looking uh-huh. for someone to come install my TV. And she's like, I could do that, gas, so don't be silly. And she came down with her own equipment, set up the whole nine. Wow. Yeah, she about that life, yo. And then the kids just see me holding the notebook and not writing anything. They're like, what do you bring to the table? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Those kids, they got too many questions. I agree. They don't need to know all that. You know, stick to their lane, all right? You bring the food to the table That's somehow. It. Yeah. I'll ask them about their homework. I should, but I yeah, don't. Yeah, you probably, you probably should, <laughs> actually. You let's probably should ask the them news, about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get into the news here. And, uh, All right. And, oh, uh, one of our favorite people here, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> Secret Silicon Valley startup is backed by Jeff Bezos. And is trying to create immortality by rejuvenating ourselves. That's right. A tech company looking into ways to stop aging is being backed by Amazon billionaire Jeff Bezos. See, that's what y'all get for letting him go to space. <laughs> now he thinks he's immortal. Yo. <laughs> y'all let him go up there and do an orbit in the very last parking lot of space. That's it. And now he thinks he can live forever. Anything is possible now. He's living all of his dreams. What stupid dreams? (laughs) What a stupid dream. You wouldn't try to live forever if you... Hell no! No? Why not? No. Why? Do this uh, uh, for longer? Look, (laughs) I'm not saying I'm trying to dip out early. Right. But I'm just saying at a certain point, I'm tired. Okay. And I don't I don't know if I need to know what comes next. Well, like you could take like magnesium and like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's a weariness to the bones that simple magnesium won't, <laughs> uh, won't do. I, I I feel like it's the first time I've understood this dude. Like you were <laughs> 200 billion yeah i want i want this i want this run to keep going like and i feel like he's at an age where like he's older but he's still young enough where like if you told me yo you're gonna be this age for 200 more years i'd rock with that is he in his 50s or something i think so like he uh, at least like with the steroids he's been taking he looks like that okay Like, like he looks 50s at worst early 60s Look, I would not want, I'd worry about the upkeep. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, sure, he's 50s and he could stay like that forever. 57. Huh? He's 57. Yeah, no, I want to lay it down. I want to start laying it down. (laughs) Nah. I want to start, you know what I mean? Like, because I'm already, I'm already not 100% sure I like all of the new music that's coming out. And that's only that's literally only going to also I've I've lived enough to see things repeat itself. I've seen trends repeat itself. Right. And I swear to God, if I live to be two hundred and fifty seven years old. Right. 
and they talking about we wearing sun sunflower dresses again. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to bang my head open on a rock. I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing skinny jean versus flare jean versus low cut versus I'm not doing this again. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, like I, t- I got to wait. I got to wait 30 years for my cut of anything to come back around again. But not, and I'm not- 174. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do that. If I if I'm going to live forever, I need all the things that are around me to also live forever. Okay. You understand? Like all the changes and shit. I don't have, I don't know if I'm down with all the changes. I'm down with the changes now. Cause it's what I, I know, but right. even now I'm still like, Oh man, I know we are about to do low cut jeans again and thong strings are going to be showing. <laughs> and I don't want to do that again. I, I like a lot of this, but I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So first, if we figure this out, um, I want you to know I'm gonna tell you a story, Shy. You know. Okay. Will you? Yeah. <laughs> you will not be forgotten. When you live forever, you will <laughs> tell the ballad of Shalewa Sharp. <laughs> you have my word. I will bring you up in convo. Yo, she was funny shit, B. She I'm wanted to be here with you, but she she knew that Old Navy would not also be here with you, so she opted. She made a judgment call, you know. That's she made it. A... <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez! You hear his spirit, shot? I, right? I'm a poor. I have my my futuristic liquor for you. I right? <laughs> right. What is that going to be? Just motor oil? I can't. I can't. You know I mean, I'm looking forward to this future. You know, it's gonna be real. I have white folk drinking Malta. It's gonna be crazy. You ain't ready, Sha. No, no, you're absolutely right. I'm not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Florida judge uh, allows school mask mandates to continue despite the governor's appeal. Uh, Florida judge ruled against uh, Governor Ron DeSantis on Wednesday and allowed schools in the state to mandate fast, uh, face masks while the case is appealed at a higher level. Uh, the ruling from Second Circuit Judge John Cooper effective immediately means the state of Florida must stop enforce, uh, enforcement of banning mask mandates, which end sanctions against several school districts who have implemented such mandates. A decision comes amid heated showdowns between the state and some local school districts, which have insisted on requiring students to wear masks amid a surge of COVID-19 infections. I yep. love it. And I was gonna say, y'all. I don't get to say this often, but shouts to Florida. Yo, yeah, y'all, y'all got this one. Yeah, fuck it. I'm sure at some point, at some point, a state has to take a moment and go, "Yo, man, this is fucking insane." Yeah, we can't keep doing this. It's just this one dude. We all we just this one dude, man. That's nah. what it takes though. Sometimes, yo, it really does. See, right there. Like yeah. I ain't gonna say, yo. I I don't know who. I'm gonna share my my futuristic 200 year life with, but John <laughs> Cooper, you want to run it right now for Florida? You know what I mean? You out there? <laughs> All right. Well, I hope he at least comes in second after your wife. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I ain't yeah. saying he's yeah. first, but we in okay. discussion. Yeah, he's he's in there. <laughs> yeah. No, that's great. Absolutely. Stop stop listening to him. I yeah. swear to God, if we if everyone just 
was like, huh, what if I just do the thing that makes sense for us so that we can stay alive mm-hmm. uh, and then would help other people and stop listening to this one guy who's making no sense and and selling T-shirts? Nah, I'm going I'm to go ahead and put a mask on. It's so simple. That's it. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Props to John Cooper and those uh and all the all the people involved with those school districts uh kind of putting their foot down here. Um respect, man. You can start a movement, you know, make it happen. Absolutely. I think so. And then so then Ron DeSantis can just be out in the street just screaming to the heavens to absolutely nobody. <laughs> and no one's paying attention to him because whatever, dude, you're making no sense. We've moved on. That's it, B. It ain't your time, homie. Yeah, yeah, you had it. I hope you enjoyed it, but that was it. <laughs> we can't keep doing this. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, Another and uh, Southern news here. Uh, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Southern news. <laughs> like, I love it. <laughs> Just banjos all of a sudden. Southern news. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> Robert E. Lee statue uh, on historic Virginia Street removed. Uh, like I said, does Virginia count as the South to everybody that's not from New York? By the way, yes, it does. It's okay. where the Confederate. It was like their home. That's where the Confederacy like headquarters was. Yeah, like, I'm never sure because it's like so close to D.C. So like, because like Baltimore is like, is that the South still? Um, they say two in a funny, weird way. So probably not. Okay. I don't, I don't think Baltimore is considered. I think that's, I got the feeling that. Like Maryland they got Northeast en- energy. Was, was like mid, was just like mid states. You yeah. know what I mean? Like not necessarily Northern or Southern, but just like literally like the label was just like mid, the mid state region or something. Got you. Okay. Um, yeah. So Virginia is like the top of the South. And Virginia is, yes, Mason-Dixon line, it's the top of the South. It is it is what you, you go through first. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if I'm thinking about when you drive up the eastern seaboard and you encounter all those uh, um, state troopers, yeah, Virginia's the South. Okay, okay. We <laughs> yeah. out there. Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Virginia, newly minted South in gas was that. Uh, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Virginia on Wednesday uh, took down a towering statue of Confederate uh, General Robert E. Lee, uh, the last Confederate statue remaining along Richmond's historic Monument Avenue. A pair of rulings from the state of Supreme Court uh, from the state Supreme Court last week, cleared the way for its removal after intense national debate over the 12-ton statue's purpose and place along the nearly one-mile stretch of uh, monuments on a tree-lined street in a city that was once the capital of the Confederacy. Oh, boom. look at that. I learned something in an article. The, <laughs> <laughs> the statue, like other symbols of the Confederacy in the Commonwealth and across the country, including a bust of Confederate figures in the Virginia State House, was removed from um, after the killing of uh, George Floyd prompted a nationwide reckoning with uh, police brutality and racism. Yeah, I'm I'm glad it's gone. But I also. Do, did you see pictures of what they did to it after the George Floyd killing? No, what they do? I, they fucking they desecrated. I mean, like, you know, people, you know, we were pulling shit down like last spring, like 
spring of 2020. Right. Yo, we were going in there with like just backhoes and cherry pickers and just destroying shit, right? <laughs> right Pulling stuff into the water. We we were like, we're done with this. Yeah. And that was a very big, like this thing said, how how many tons? 12 tons. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of cars yeah. <laughs> stacked up. And, <laughs> and it was him on a horse on a huge pedestal. Right. And people fucking spray painted all kinds of shit on it and it just threw paint around it and really just desecrated it. And it ended up kind of looking beautiful in like a, <laughs> it, it was dope. one of the most beautiful fuck yous I've ever seen. And I saw like some drone photographs, you know, drone footage of it being shot like from above and what it looked like. And it was just, you know, people just, their emotions just kind of bleeding onto this stupid monument and all that kind of stuff. And uh, it really was like kind of a gorgeous piece of art, piece of resistor art, I guess um, people in the art world would call it resistor art. Um, uh, but yeah, um, I thought it was gorgeous. So I'm glad it's gone. Yeah. But the way that it has looked for at least the past year has been kind of hot. Like the city didn't even try, they didn't even try to clean it up. You know how when people come through and they graffiti something and then they come through with the gray space. Yeah. Uh, spray paint and then they try to paint over it they were just like nah you right <laughs> yeah we're gonna we're gonna let that rock we're gonna let that rock yeah it deserves its place i like it you know yeah yeah i, I was curious like because I, I was trying to find in the article and i i couldn't find what happens to the statue like when you remove it like does it get destroyed does it get put elsewhere you know like i, I feel like like i don't know how to uh, like I, I, I don't want the statues to be displayed publicly. I do feel like there should be a place where stuff like this exists so that we don't forget that we did stupid shit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I feel like it, it, it becomes too easy to rebrand and like, you know, our, our story is like that we've improved and we've gotten better, but we've done ugly. You know, so like if you remove all semblance of the ugly, it's real easy to front like, you know, that ain't go down. Right, right, right. Okay, I see what you mean. I, it would be kind of a good idea to like do a. Um, like a little yeah, hatred museum like, or something. I don't know. Like, yeah, just like, look, here are some of the mistakes we made before um, with the right kind of context. Right just like take some of them they're like here's an example of some of the shit that we put up when we should we really shouldn't have put that yeah um but i i would definitely like to see that robert e lee statue like kind of put in the front of that building because that that is just like here's the bullshit that we put up that was put up when it didn't need to go Mm -hmm. up and here's what it looked like when we had truly had an amen i like that and I, I want people to be able to see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, so I don't know what they did with it. I hope they didn't just scrap it. Uh, I hope it is kind of preserved somewhere. If it's not, I get it. I get why you wouldn't preserve no, it. No, I, I, yeah, but, I agree. But I do think yeah, there's a but value man, in if, that. If you were able to, uh, that would be kind of great. Because it, it really was just like proof of like, we're done. Yeah. 
yeah, just concrete proof of like we're done with. They this. should treat it like uh, uh, like you know, like when like two like high schools got like a rivalry and they like steal each other's mascots. They should send yeah. it to like the north, like to like the blackest city up north. And like, let them do I, what they want with it. Like, yo, we gonna hold. I this. think. Oh, you think it? Should, do you think it should be like a traveling yeah. piece of art? So it goes to every like, all of it. It goes like on the Chitlin straight circuit, up. and then black folks can just add whatever. Yeah, fuck you from I'm with that Sandersville, Georgia. And I only say that because I have family. <laughs> like there. wherever fuck hamburger performs at, I want this right there. You know, if he's saying hamburger on stage, I want this right next to him. Like, yo, yeah, it's part of the deal. I can't. I can't. And they just put on a comedy show and it's literally just like earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> and shucky ducky. <laughs> Desecrated Robert E. Lee statue hosted by shucky ducky quack quack. Real talk, though, I would absolutely. Yo, go to that I'm show. telling you, it sounds it sound like a, I would absolutely go to that that's show. How you, yo, I, I, I paid. I would have paid for Dipset and the Locks if I knew before they sell out, and I'd have done this one too. Those are my two Look, shows. I, going. Absolutely, as long as people promise not to pee on it, <laughs> just only because I want to see. Yeah, nah. I don't want to see that many genitals. That's VIP. You do that like after the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Audience. You, you, you could, yeah, do that if you want, but I don't want to have to see it. That's definitely some baller shit. But yeah, that absolutely. If we can get, if we can, somebody get Shucky Ducky on the horn. See what he's doing. Opportunities being created here on the War Report. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, Texas governor signs voting restriction bill into law. Uh, governor Greg Abbott on Tuesday. Uh, signed into law bill that bans 24-hour and drive-through voting uh, imposes new hurdles on mail-in ballots. Get this guy out (laughs) of here! Yeah, he gotta go. I can't. This is... Yo, what's he... Texas! This (laughs) you? Yeah, yo. Y'all having a rough couple weeks. Come on! Uh... I know not everybody there is like this. Come on. Y'all, this is you? Whose man's is this? Y'all gonna let this happen? That's the whole state he talking uh-huh. for. Uh-huh. So now y'all can't vote for shit. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> the new uh, law takes aim um, at Harris County, the home of Houston, which last year offered drive through voting and uh, 24 hour early voting. The bill restricts our the hours uh, counties uh, can offer early voting to, uh, between 6 a.m. and 10 p.m. And it prohibits tactics like the ones Harris County used in 2020 when a garage at the Toyota Center, the home of the NBA's Houston Rockets, was among the venues used as a place residents could vote from their vehicles. Uh yeah, this is all, all in response to the fact that uh, Texas is dealing with a huge population growth, uh, growth that is concentrated in its largest cities that tend to vote demographic. <laughs> Jeez. Yo, get your man. Real talk. Look, I'm so tired of this shit. I'm so tired of this shit. It's so annoying. <laughs> annoying. That's the strongest word I can use. That's it. It's so annoying how people... I'm mad at I'm mad at Texas. I'm mad at Georgia. I'm mad at all states that let these let this shit happen. Um, I'm mad at uh, 
don't think I forgot about you, federal government. <laughs> I'm mad at, uh, I ain't just mad at the states. I'm mad at the overall folk who still can't get it together to vote on the John Lewis voting voting rights bill. And literally just because of Republicans who are just like, well, we are not doing it. And we're going to filibuster this shit and we're going to no, 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 no. That's what we do. We do nothing. I'm so angry at all of you. And I'm angry at anyone who's already come from a gerrymandered system, mm-hmm. like section. Because, I mean, if you look at some of these district maps, and I'm just like, how are you representing both the northwest corner and the southeast corner of one state with a sh- one strip that goes through the whole state that connect it? How did, what? Impossible. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm mad at that. I'm mad at places that won't, uh, that won't let felons vote, but will count them as part of the population so that they get more of a share mm-hmm. of um, representation when it comes time to pick uh, rep- representatives for uh, their state Senate and for uh, Congress in general. I'm angry at everybody. Um, I'm so mad. I'm mad at everybody. Uh, but this dude especially. <laughs> right now, this dude... I, I I hate this dude especially. Um, I hate this dude especially. Yeah, right you now. gotta go, man. Greg Abbott, keep it moving. Come Ain't on, your time. get him Ain't out. Your time, B. I don't know when his I don't know when his time is up. I don't know how how what ever and all of his cronies. Anyone who's just like, yep, I'm tired of all of y'all. Yeah, I'm tired of all of y'all. Get out of get out of here. Nobody wants you. You know, and that's what. And that's why y'all are fighting so hard, because nobody wants you anymore. The jig is up. <laughs> we know y'all are bullshit. When did he get elected? You know, I've noticed, like, there's not enough. Th- this should be like a, like a probation period with government jobs, just like regular jobs. You know what I mean? Like, if you get a job, the expectation is you're going to do that job for, like, five, ten years, whatever, you get promoted. Right. But for them first 90 days, if you do something stupid... Like you give signs, they like, yo, you ain't gonna work out. They can just get rid of you. We need that, like, cause you don't need to wait for like a catastrophe to happen at the job. They can just tell, hey, you ain't gonna cut it. Like, I feel like right. if we look at Greg Gabbett's first ninety days, I'm sure he dropped some hints where you could have been like, yeah, right. you know what, it, this ain't the move. And you could have just said like, yo, let's run it back, new election. <laughs> Boom. Run it back, <laughs> new election. Also, what's why? can't we vote 24 hours yeah i don't get that i I don't see the problem with that that gives everyone the time that they need to get there and 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 vote like i look i like a 24-hour service yeah just in general i like a i love a 24-hour grocery store Mm. i love a a a 24-hour um you know a waffle house you know what I mean? Like I hour pharmacies. I'm I'm pro. All of these things. Sometimes you truly need that shit. And I tried to I I when I think back, I've spent a lot of time trying to make sure that my life is set around at least one twenty four hour thing. <laughs> where I can get to it and I can from there get to another thing. And a lot of I it's ridiculous. And also just use the space for these for these, you know. The Toyota Center, use that space as a voting space. I don't see what's wrong with that. Um, and I don't see what's wrong with voting from your vehicle. 
I'm I'm with you. I don't I don't I don't yeah. think like you made worse decisions just because you parked. Like I don't understand. Like you yeah. in the you in the car, you parked, you drove to a destination. Yeah. I'm, I'm saving a step. I'm not going out. Especially in places where you've made car culture the the uh the most important yeah, culture. They got drive throughs, right? drive ins. Yeah. So yeah, just go ahead and let me vote. I can do all of, I can do all these things through through the car now, apparently. I mean Yeah, look, that's not like a already, weird like, Bible even, quote. Like it got like you updated the Bible, like I could do all things. Oh, I can all do all <laughs> things through I can do all things through Toyota, which strengthens me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, I mean, you know, yay through I walked through the, the <laughs> what is it, the va- the shadow of the Valley of yeah. Mazda or some shit. I don't know. Like, all those things. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, man, I'm all about it. <laughs> uh, last week, I Ooh. misplaced the article. I figured out what the article was. It was this article that you sent me <laughs> here. Uh, I uh, double-pasted uh, article... <laughs> Instead of this one, and it's a shame. This is great <laughs> news. We need. <laughs> Yo, I'm glad you oh, found this. This is awesome. Minor <laughs> major news. Email show that Biden's dog was a nipper. Nippier. That would make more sense, right? Nipper sounded like it was a racial term about dogs. <laughs> Email show Biden's dog was nippier. Then what the White House said, uh, uh, the Biden family dog uh, was a bit more of a problem, Pooch, than the White House initially acknowledged, according to Secret Service emails obtained by conservative legal group Judicial Watch. Uh, The White House said at the end of March that Major Biden's three-year-old German Shepherd was involved in a pair of nipping incidents, but the emails show he was involved in several more. At the current rate, an agent or officer has been bitten every day this week from March 1st to March 8th, causing damage to a tire or bruising punctures to the skin, one of the emails said. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> when asked on wow. Friday why the administration had provided reporters with misleading account of the dog's difficulties, White House Press Secretary uh, Jen uh, uh, Paskey uh, sidestep the question as we've stated previously major has had some challenges adjusting to life in the white house he has been receiving additional training as well as spending some time in delaware where the environment is more familiar to him and is and he is more comfortable i don't have any additional specifics but i think that speaks to where major is located to be fully transparent in your ongoing interest in the dog yo <laughs> Yo, this dog got real PR, yo. This is real. <laughs> yo, they are covering up. What else? What else did they know about Major? Yo, Major got a pass. Major's got a pass. Also, I love that these are from emails that a conservative, um, what the conservative think tank had to find. A conservative legal group was the one that found these emails, so that they're going to fucking shine a bright light on the wrong of the White House and how they downplayed how much the dog was biting Secret Service. I do got to say, you could tell 
Like, I'm not, like, saying, like, liberal, you know, Republican, Democrat, you know, all that. But, like, if the conservative group, after doing a ton of recon on this candidate, all they could find is that, like, yo, they dog is a little antsy. Like, clearly, like, we ain't playing the same games anymore. Like, I don't know if you saw the news right. the last four years. There was a lot more to worry about than Trump's puppies and shit. All right? This is right, a very different right. vibe. But I want to know um, more about me. But- I think, I mean, I think, I believe we laid it out on earlier episodes because we are pro major mm-hmm. here. We understand why he was acting out. He's in a, first off, he was in a new, like, area. You know, he's in a new That's environment. It. Okay, so there's that. And then secondly, uh, my man's, <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he's a yeah. rescue. We ain't know what he was about before. You don't know his past, B. We don't know his past. Major did a bit. That's what I think. Major, that's, I mean, look. And Major's looking out for folks. And you're going into a house where evil has lived Mm. for four years, right? So you're going into this house. Major may just be an empath. Walked in, felt all those spirits, and was like, oh, hell, fuck no. What is happening? This energy is wild. Yes. So there's that. Major had many reasons to be lashing mm-hmm. out. You know? And then they, they sent him home back to Delaware, which is good, so that he could be chill. Unfortunately, um, prayers up to the older one. He passed yeah. away recently. The older dog, and that's a shame. Um, but, you know, like, there's a lot going on. There was a lot going like, on then. When this, when I read the first article, I was like 90% sure. But like now, I'm like uh-huh. 99% sure the major's black, right? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I wasn't sure if dogs have races before, but now I'm like adamant and he's definitely black. Like he felt the evilness of what's happened in the home. He was like, oh, like, oh, this is trippy. I can't be around here. You yeah. know, I got to go back home where it's safe. I just pictured Major at night while everybody's sleeping, walking around the house with burning sage in his <laughs> mouth. Just like walking around, trying to hit all That's the corners, so... just trying to sage the evil out of that place. That's what and I'm... it's not just it's not just Trump evil. I mean, there have been some good dudes yeah. in there, but I've also been some terrible dudes in there. And I'm, you know. And he doesn't know Joe's background. I don't think they had. I don't think they had this dog. The dog's only three, right? So yeah, yeah they didn't have the dog. The dog they don't know that Joe knows how the place works. That's it. The dog is new to all of this. Yeah, like he he didn't. This, this, he wasn't a vice presidential dog. That's what I'm saying. He seen this friendly white dude. He was like, oh, he seemed cool, but a little forgetful, mm-hmm. you know. And then. <laughs> And they, they take him out and they put him in this other building and they say, yo, that nice guy, he ain't even got time for you right now. He's busy doing some other stuff, but you can chill here. But that place ain't chill no more. It's not friendly. It's not peaceful. Right. It's not friendly. You know? He just got out of rehab. That's why he in Delaware. You know, like that's where he went to chill, recover, you know? <laughs> and then you take him back out. You put him over here deep. This might have been closer to the way he was from. You know what I mean? You don't, mm. you know, like DC, you know, you close to some hoods too. You don't know the stories, man. I'm telling you, Major got a pass, man, and he's trying to he's trying to be a better person. 
You know, he's trying to be a better pup today, and y'all keep bringing him to his traumas. It's a, it's lot. a lot to take, man. It's a lot. I hope Major's Yo, okay. Man. Kibbles and bits to Major. Send them their way. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of thoughts and prayers, Kibbles and bits. <laughs> Restaurants across the country are struggling to find employees. Uh, so one establishment in Dallas decided to hire robots to help pick up the slack. That's right. It was a no-brainer, said Esparta Borga, the owner of La Duni uh, since 2001, uh, who told TNN he's never seen the industry in such a dire situation. Um, after COVID-19's pandemic and a major ice storm in the area, uh, the Atlanta restaurant wondered how it would stay afloat. But little by little, customers started coming back. In the dining room, all of a sudden, it gets completely full, and our takeout and delivery remain the same. The only part that didn't come back were the employees. He struggled to find bus boys. <laughs> he struggled to find bus boys and other employees to fill the position. All of a sudden, we had 50 to 100% more business than we did even prior to COVID with a third of the staff. So everybody was getting overwhelmed, overworked, and frustrated, both customers and staff. Uh, so Borger decided to contact American Robotech, a robotics company based in Plano, Texas, to see if it offered solutions. The very next day, they showed up. They mapped out the restaurant, and they assigned the tables, numbers within 45 minutes. After a day, the girl at the expo line was in love with this because her arm didn't hurt. After carrying 60 trays in a day, the robots cost about $15 each a day and the cost savings help him pay his employees better for working less. He said the robots weren't taking anybody's jobs, right, uh, because he can't find people to fill those positions. No one wants to work in hospitality right now. The robots help greet customers, take food to tables and will even sing happy birthday. Look, man. What a wild way to announce that you're a shitty business owner. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? We went through all this. You talked to CNN business about this shit. <laughs> and at no point did anyone stop and go, wait, now, why do almost none of your employees want to come back? Yo. Why, why is that? Why is that? I've never seen. I, I was blown away because, like. He kept giving more hints to why, you why? know, like, it yeah. didn't make sense. He was like, nobody wants to come back. We got double the customers, but only a third the staff. <laughs> like, you work in an industry where people work on tips and nobody wants to work for you despite this overflow of traffic? Look. Why is that, sir? Maybe because yeah. you ain't giving them enough or you mistreating them. I don't know. But there's more to this story, brother. Oh, my gosh. What an idiot. <laughs> I mean, good luck to you, sir. But also, what an no, idiot. <laughs> Next, this this article is going to get updated in a year about how the robots unionized against this dude. Yo, right, absolutely. This is wow. I, 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 and the thing is, like, I was doing the math, like, the robots cost $15 a day, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, my understanding is, like, unfortunately, like, wait staffs get, like, $2 an hour before tips. 
Yeah. So this dude couldn't find people to work seven hours a day in a mm-hmm. in a in a restaurant that's overflowed with customers. Right. But he could have the same money to pay for this robot company. I mean, come on, mm-hmm. man. Also, like he's like, then, I don't know how to. I, yeah. Nobody wanted these jobs, but he got the money to pay for robots. But he got the money for the mm-hmm. robots. He got the money for the robots, but humans still don't want to deal with them. <laughs> a lot of holes in your story, Borga. <laughs> I don't know, my G. Sounded uh, real suspect. Oh my goodness. And, and, and just in general, it's got to mess with the decorum. Like, uh, having robots come bring over food and you like, it's supposed to be like an old-timey Latin restaurant in Texas. Like, you got like yeah. wooden tables and then you got like an iPod coming at you. I don't feel like that matches. <laughs> <laughs> That's an excellent yeah, point. Yeah, you just got to think of the brand, yo. You messing all this up, man. I don't know. I don't think people are thinking this through enough. Uh <laughs> Finally, uh, Bansky's shredded painting is on sale once again, Sha. Might be worth. Oh, that's a right. <laughs> it's been almost. <laughs> what do we got here? Oh, okay. Good old, good old Bansky. That's right. Good old Bansky. Oh, oh, the shredded painting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's been... <laughs> oh, yeah. It's on, and it's worth six. Okay, hold on. Let me read that's this. That's right. One. I want to see what please. we talk about. Okay. <laughs> It's been almost three years since a Banksy painting partially shredded itself in front of shocked onlookers moments after selling for over one million pounds or one point four million dollars at a London auction. Now, Love is in the Bin, renamed from Girl with a Balloon, is up for sale again. And Sotheby's auction house estimates it could fetch up to six million pounds, which is eight point three million dollars. When it goes under the hammer next month, six times its previous value. Uh, The artwork remains half shredded in the frame, which once concealed a mechanism that Banksy later implied had malfunctioned, prohibiting the work to fall like scraps to the floor. Oh, wow. Okay. Big moment because nothing like that had ever been done before, said art historian Matthew Israel in an email interview. The idea of self-destructing artwork was, he added, entirely at odds with the aim of the auction house, where the condition of an artwork is paramount and the knowledge and expertise about it is core to its authority and value. Oh, my God. All right. So so the damn thing didn't work completely the way Banksy wanted it to work. He He wanted it to be sold. And then that people, uh, uh, it's sold. There you go. And then once you go to get it or look at it, the bitch was supposed to shred all the way down to the ground. Like the whole piece yeah. was supposed to shred. And then it malfunctioned. So now it still can be. So I don't even know. Does Banksy still get this money? I don't think so. Yeah, it can be, right? Like It's like a car yeah, cause resale. Because it's, it's just the individual Man, you know what we need to check on? We need to check on that banana that was taped to the wall. Do you remember that? <laughs> Did you see that oh, yeah. one? Yeah, I wonder how that banana's doing. <laughs> <laughs> this is insane. Uh, I'm blown away. Uh, I'm blown away by this. Like, this is. Cause I, 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 I mean, on the one hand, like, I, I, I respect that. Like, this dude had a vision. And he got paid really well and got notoriety from it, despite it not working. Oh, he out. would. 
Nah, he, he already had all of that. Trust me, Banksy didn't need this little piddly. Nah, I feel like this no. was a, a Banksy, pivot, though. Like, yo, like, my shit no, is... No, this is exactly the kind of shit he likes to do. <laughs> this is, he, you know, he, he did his stencils on building. He's done all kinds of stuff. Like, this is exactly the kind of shit. It's next, it's just a step up from the other stuff that he was doing. This is exactly what he likes to do. My boy's doing fine money-wise, I'm sure. Okay. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is just classic Banksy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's classic. How do you hang this on on the wall? Because like, do it's, you center the frame and let the thing hang under, or do you center it with the expectation that like you're ascending now the shredded portion that's outside of the frame is part of the piece? It's, I, I think you got to consider it as part of the piece. Oh. But, I mean, it's yeah, it's just the whole thing, and then I guess you center it that way. I guess, depending on where you put it, unless you're putting it in, like, your bathroom or some shit. Like, however you feel like <laughs> respecting the thing. I mean, I bet you what someone's going to do is take it and then box it up and put it in storage for, like, you know, four or five years and then sell it again. Yeah. This is out here now. That's what's really going to happen. Yo, you know what annoyed me with this, like, Ban- this ain't like an old painting. Like Bansky did this like recently, and like that frame looked old as shit. Like they made cool frames now. Oh, Gastor, you have to. Oh, wait, my battery's about to die. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> my, my computer battery's like you're running low. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the thing. Is I mean, it, I guess it's the artist's choice as to how they want it to be framed. But no one's gonna put this in like some basic black ikea frame no you were not that we're not doing that that's not (laughs) go go to see art now stuff that's new and you know got these old looking frames yeah don't match nothing though in the house how you gonna cop this and put this okay again i'm saying it's going in storage this shit ain't hanging (laughs) in nobody's house yo if i if i ever get band scheme like money all my shit gonna be out front street all day You're going to see all these paintings. I, I might not even have furniture in the first two rooms of my house. You're just going to see a gallery. Like, oh, there's all the shit I cop. See, the people, with, the people with that generational money, like that kind of, that you don't even know. You don't know. You know what I mean? Like, they're hiding it. Not hiding it. It's just, they have on a t-shirt and jeans, and you're like, well, I thought they were worth millions. They're, they ain't got nothing on. That t-shirt is $800. It's that kind of <laughs> shit. So you you can do that and people will walk in your place and go, oh, wow, how nouveau riche is this dude? Right. He's got all his shit out here. I'm OK with that because I, I like my dream is to buy like a really old factory building that's abandoned in East New York and then like buy really expensive art and put it in there and then like have like reverse requirements. Like, yo, you can't come in here unless you're wearing Tim's, you know, mm-hmm. Air Force Ones only. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's the energy i want and i want i want like the the the, the hood to see the, these like fancy artworks and then like i live in like the attic okay well now this is turning into a dickens novel or something i don't understand <laughs> this is now taking a weird turn <laughs> i got weird aspirations is what i'm saying shot yeah yeah okay. yeah that is that is a weird one i i i respect it but that is weird <laughs> If you'd like to support my dreams 
of buying this abandoned factory, specifically one on Atlantic Avenue in East New York. Oh, wow. He's already got one I'm picked doing out. The Please work. support I'm us. doing the work. All you got to do is like and subscribe to the show, baby. You know what I mean? If you're an Apple listener, please rate the show. Uh, four stars. You're pretty cool. You could come into the exhibit, but you can't go through the whole exhibit, okay? You ain't going to see the band skis hanging near the bathroom. None of that. You know what I mean? Just the first floor. Everybody can see that room. Five stars, though. You got full access to the whole factory in the East New York. You know what I mean? You allowed in. I even give you a pair of my used Tims. If you ain't got none of your own, so you can come in. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? I go above and beyond Very for my patrons. That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also, if you're an Apple listener, we really appreciate uh, any ratings you can give us. Um, we're trying to make a push to 100 ratings. We're at 89 ratings last I checked. You know what I mean? It'd be really dope to get to the century mark uh, around a year mark celebration. So if you haven't done so, please uh, rate us. If you got a cousin that got an iPhone, grab their phone and rate us on theirs. You know what I mean? Whatever you got to do, we'd really appreciate it. I'm going to take my wife's phone later today, actually, and do that. Realize she ain't rate my show. That's not right. You know what I mean? You're supposed to support me. Anyway, uh, yeah, like and subscribe to the show. If you got uh, any articles you'd like us to uh, 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 cover on the show, just DM us directly on Twitter or Instagram, at Silky Jumbo, at Gasseron Monte. Uh, with all that said, this has been another episode of The War Report. My name is Gasseron Monte, always with the homie Shalewa Sharp. Catch y'all next week. Peace. Catch y'all next week. Peace.